Crazy day. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. How long day. have you been awake? Um, since roughly 6 a.m. ish, but without really sleeping much last night yeah. either. And you're not on Adderall. Not on Adderall. Yeah. I would have made a really great, like, coke addled rock star because I can just, like, go and go and go and then I collapse for like 36 hours that's kind of how I function yeah do you I don't really I don't think I've ever seen you sleep for a long period of time (laughs) truly (laughs) yeah like it's kind of fascinating that's like I mean I just like honest here's the thing you and I have the same waking sleep patterns Mm -hmm. however I'm medicated and you are not right so that's why it's fascinating to me yeah and you don't have a child no but I am taking care of She's a childless woman. <laughs> <laughs> I realized how that sounded. I was like, and you don't have a child. That was not how I meant it. Yeah. But, but I am taking care woman. of my grandmother with Alzheimer's. So basically, she has a child with no reward. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. So I don't sleep well because I have to make sure that she's okay most of the night. Question. Okay. Here we go. The whole funeral story shit. Yeah. So... For me, I've never slept, like, from the moment I found out I was pregnant, I have not quite slept the same as I did before I found out I was pregnant, Mm -hmm. because I'm afraid that at any moment something may happen to my child. Yeah. You know, we have the same monitor. I have the monitor where I watch my child. You have the monitor where you watch your grandmother. Mm Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. Are you really that concerned that she won't wake up? It's not so much... You just don't want to happen on your clock. <laughs> well, no. I mean, it's more like I don't want her to wake up and be in misery. Like if something happens during the night. like God, It would be so nice to be a sociopath sometimes. You're just, you have to be responsible for someone yeah, that's there. That. It's a human being. <laughs> yes. She is my grandmother. I can't just like wake up and she's... Like, the main thing is her trying to walk. She can't yeah. walk anymore, but she doesn't totally remember that she can't walk. So, God, listen, if I make it to 80 and I am not 100% capable of caring for myself or having someone else care for me and me be able to thank them and show them my appreciation, take me out back and shoot me. <laughs> like, or just Kevorkian. I don't care. Yeah. Get, get, Get rid of me. I mean, it's crazy because in a lot of ways, we treat our animals better than we do our elderly. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Because I I think about the way my grandma has... I mean, it's not her. It's her disease. But the way she's talked to me and the way she's treated me a few times while I was taking care of her. And I think about her, like the real her, like two years ago her. If I'd said, Grandma, in two years you'll be calling me this and trying to hit me and bite me and fight me she would be mortified yeah and i hate to see that i don't know i kind of feel like 
Alzheimer's would be great for me because it's just me unfiltered. I get to say exactly what I think about everyone. And then I'm just like, oh, I'm just a crazy old lady. (laughs) But that part only lasts so long. Oh, my God. What? I'm going to fake Alzheimer's. You totally will fake Alzheimer's. I'm going to get to the point where I just say... Well, that's just getting old. That's just dumb whore, and I don't like you. Get out of my face. And then I'm like, they think I have Alzheimer's, and I really never liked that dumb whore. (laughs) By the way, I actually love all whores. Yeah. Let me just go ahead and say that. Yeah. Sex work is work, too. Yeah. (laughs) And it's funny you say that, because one time I thought, what if my grandma had a really badass sense of humor? Yeah. I mean, she does have, like, a good sense of humor. Sure. And she was always quick to laugh, and she's always, you know liked a good joke and even now if mom and I are in the room with her and we start laughing she starts laughing too just because she wants to be part of the joke that's cute but like if she was naughtier (laughs) like in the way like one time I was driving her to the beach and we passed a cop and I was speeding and I thought oh god what man I hope you know you start going through excuses in your mind when you pass a cop and I thought how hilarious would it be if she like faked that her Alzheimer's was worse than it was at that time <laughs> and just like you know honey where am I just like started like really hamming up the Alzheimer's for the cop oh, that'd be good and, and which is interesting to think because you know they say Alzheimer's skips generations have you heard that oh so which I'd almost rather I get it than my mom which is almost like a selfish thing because well, for me personally, yeah. I, my grandmother also had Alzheimer's, so yeah. it's I'd rather have it so that I don't have to go through it with my own mother, because it's easier for my grandmother to forget me than it would be for my mother to forget me. Yeah, but now that I have a child, actually, not I don't want Layla to have to again just take me out back and shoot me i'm not joking like i, I know am, you're not but i'm so serious like it's a really inhumane yeah it is it's a it's a antiquated it is 2018 ladies and gentlemen it is time <laughs> to get real first of all we have a population problem yeah in this world if we like yes life expectancy we've we've progressed it's getting better this is the first time in history that it's lower than our you know previous than our parents generation maybe that's not a bad thing yeah maybe it's if we could you know, i don't know i just ugh, fuck i don't know yeah it's rough it is I, I i i've heard that alzheimer's also the other thing is is like with medical advancements we're totally gonna have a cure for alzheimer's by the yeah, time we get it i hope so i feel like the that's one organization i do contribute to when I can sure my grandmother all we didn't ask for flowers it was all proceeds yeah because it is it is brutal I mean I think anything degenerative like that is just not to get all conspiracy theorists oh god here we go go. (laughs) however I think that we have a cure for cancer Mm -hmm. all cancers I really do or at least almost all Mm -hmm. but because that is typically a quick death yeah I think we are or I think Alzheimer's because it can go for so long. Yeah. Uh, we would find a cure for it before. Yeah. Whereas with cancer, it's like usually a quick death and that's a population control thing. So they're kind of like holding back on the cure for it. That's interesting. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, with syphilis, 
They had a, yeah. They had a cure for syphilis. I they, there was a podcast I was listening to recently, and they were talking about syphilis. I don't remember oh, really? which one it was. Yeah, and that's you know they like had a cure, but they, it was penicillin, some bread yeah. mold. Well, and it was it was a class thing too. The people yeah. that got syphilis, it was a class. Yeah. So it was kind of like easy to control. Man, mm-hmm. <laughs> the human race. The, we really we're deserve. Awesome. We deserve to be the in king America. Of we're just the cream <laughs> of the crop. <laughs> Yeah, if we have any international listeners, listener, listeners, we, thank you, listeners. That's how it's we pronounce it in America, <laughs> listeners. It's a special kind of listener. Yeah, if you're a listener. Yeah, um, if we have any international listen, listeners by episode two, by us. <laughs> yeah, by episode two, we would like to uh, just <laughs> apologize for the current state of affairs. Yeah, we didn't do this. Yeah. We didn't. We tried real hard. We tried real hard to do anything other. But it didn't pan out. You know, sometimes... Alas, here we are. Yes. Sometimes you have a plan. Yeah. And that plan doesn't work out. Yeah. Speaking of plans... That's what's happening to the... Funerals. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, but hey, I would highly recommend a funeral plan. Well, speaking of dictators... Oh, I love what you did there. (laughs) So, yes, we're doing a little bit different format on this one than we did on our first episode. And let me remind you that it is 1.59 a.m. It's almost 2 a.m. 2 a.m. But this is just us whenever. By the way, we live in different cities. And so it's about a four and a half hour drive. Yeah. So which on the way up here. I was so excited because I pulled up to the gas pump and up next to me this. pulls the most badass hearse. Yep. It was like a cobalt blue. It was fabulous. We will post the actual picture with the timestamp so you know we're not lying. Yes. To our social media. It's not a great picture because you were I was trying real hard not to be like... I'm photographing this hearse at a gas station. <laughs> I wish see, you would have gotten out and been like, hi. See, children, I'm from an era before we took pictures of everything. So if it had been me, I would have been right up in there. Oh, yeah, I, I, I would have been about in that. the hearse. I thought about that. I said, man, if it was Casey, she would be talking to this guy and going, <laughs> I'm starting a podcast. <laughs> and I really want to take a picture of your hearse because it's about funerals. You should be a guest. And they're like, we just listen to a lot of like death metal. And yeah. that's why I have this hearse. Yeah. You should listen to my band. I'd be like, okay, bye. I wonder if her if a hearse has a radio in it. Surely. Because, I mean, it's not like a yeah, cause tractor. You're, like, the family is, like, what? Oh, we need, if anyone out there drives a hearse, <gasps> please. Can we get a ride? Please. Can I get a ride? Can I get a ride? <laughs> Will you please tell us what you listen to in your hearse when you are yeah. driving bodies? I need to know. It's probably, honestly, most of them are going to be like, we listen to Mercy Me, I can only imagine. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> I listen to that, holy, like, holy, holy, holy. That's the only hymn. Jars I know. of clay. <laughs> or like, what was the one? DC Talk. Yeah, yeah. I knew exactly where you were. I knew. We met in church. We met in church. We did not grow up in the church, but we went to this church where the youth pastor would show us like Fight Club. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. much the best youth group. Either. It was real good. Yeah. He'll be a guest eventually. Yeah. He He's has still, to be. He's he the like, best. He like yeah. He 
he made a real god. Yeah. Yeah. Which we s- still have seemed to. Yeah. So anyway, that's how my day went. And it was, and then I went to the beverage store to grab, you know, beverages. some beverages. <laughs> and cheers. There was a puppy. I didn't see the puppy when I... I'm so sorry you didn't see the puppy. What kind of puppy? It was just... It looked like a baby Nora. Like a little (gasps) black lab mix that was kind of fluffy. Nora is my dog that I've had for almost nine years now. And she's an angel. However, the last... What? Six weeks? She's been acting out. Yeah. So, um... Yeah. We're going to have to have a talk. But the puppy was so cute. And I felt was a really good omen. Yeah. This week, as I said, I decided to do a research topic, and I chose the topic of Victorian-era funeral customs. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) Okay, so obviously it all started with Queen Victoria. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. The reign of Victoria lasted from 1837 until her death in 1876. But in 1861, her beloved husband, Prince Albert. (laughs) Please tell me you researched why they call it a Prince Albert. I will. Want to know. We will find and we will post the article. Based on Queen Victoria, it's when you dress your penis in black. I don't know. For for at least two years. I laughed way too loudly into the microphone. (laughs) So her beloved husband, Prince Albert, passed away suddenly. Can you just call him Prince Albie? Yeah, Prince Prince Al. Prince Al. P.A. Now I'm just thinking of married with children. (laughs) (laughs) So he passed away suddenly of typhoid fever. So after his death, Victoria fell into a deep depression. She didn't get typhoid? Mm-mm, I guess not. She must not have been eating his feces. She must have been. <laughs> oh, honestly, with a name like Prince Albert, you never know. <laughs> oh, where? what were you doing, Queen Vicky? <laughs> Queen Vicky! <laughs> Suddenly she's like from New Jersey. <laughs> what were you doing, what? Queen Vicky? <laughs> Queen Vicky, what you doing? What you doing over there with Prince A? Prince, Prince Al. Al. Alan Vicky. They have a pizza oh parlor. Alan Vicky. With the pizza parlor. The- <laughs> Don't go there. You might get typhoid. <laughs> oh, my God. Please Move wash it. your hands. <laughs> Please wash your hands. <laughs> typhoid Al over here. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> so, after her depression, she instructed her servants to maintain Albert's rooms. I can't get over the... Your Jersey accent it was too good. Okay, I just need to collect myself. I mean, who knew such a southern girl? Of course, people from actual New Jersey. <laughs> and they died. My funeral space. <laughs> oh, Queen Vicky. <laughs> I'm literally dying right now. Okay. So I was Sorry. in a play one time where they made me do that accent. And you did it exactly like that. Yeah. And oh, God. Do you yeah. remember your lines? Some of them. My front sides on my back sides and my back sides on my front sides. Wait, what play was it? Jake's Women. No one knows that. No, no one knows. That. No one knows that. So after Victoria fell into a deep depression, she instructed her servants to maintain Albert's rooms the exact way they did during his life, even to bring hot water to his dressing room for his morning shave. So we have like 
the original Miss Miss Havisham moment here. That's a lot of electricity wasted. <laughs> or heat or coal. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever they use. Um, she erected statues of Albert around the palace that displayed his mementos. Servants were made to dress in black for the first three years after his death, while Victor- Victoria continued to wear black for the rest of her life. Her popularity and influence were so powerful that the mourning of her husband dictated the way Victorians would mourn for years. So, etu. Um, <laughs> etu. Etu. Wait, that's the totally wrong expression I I was there. Etu brute. No, so. Ergo. That's Vin where I was going. Caesar. Ergo. Uh, <clears throat> number two, mourning customs. As soon as a person died, all clocks were stopped at the time of death, curtains were drawn, and mirrors were covered. Morning time was divided into two stages, deep morning and half morning. The amount of time a person spent in each stage depended on which loved one they had passed. So a husband dies, the widow has expect, was expected to mourn for at least two years, and during this time she was to wear black at all times, and the only time she could go in public was for church. The husband dies, the widow was expected to mourn for at least two years, and during this time, she was... Oh, wait. I just read that. <laughs> I was like, wait. I don't know, here the wife we. dies. The widower was in mourning for a year. And during this year, he was expected to wear a black suit with black gloves and a black tie. Child dies. Parents were in deep mourning for nine months and half mourning for three months. This was the same for children who lost a parent. Did Queen Victoria have children? I don't... I'm sure she did. I'm I'm super little Al, little Becky, little Al, little Al, Becky. Because I just feel like that that would be like totally different. Yeah. It'd be I don't know, but I guess she only yeah. lost her husband. So who yeah, knows? so I mean, yeah, she probably. I have no idea if well, she had if, any children. That if, passed. if anyone personally knew Queen Victoria that's listening, <laughs> please let us know. Any historian? Because Wikipedia oh doesn't exist. Historians, please don't email me. No, <laughs> listen, the, I we don't care. I did all the research I could, but this, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, maybe, so, maybe make it easier to find your shit yeah exactly so sibling dies three months of deep mourning and three months of half mourning so and following the death of a child families would commission mourning or grave dolls in the likeness of the deceased child it was <laughs> nope nope <Yeah>. <laughs> y'all <laughs> can't see you can't see me Casey, vigorously shaking i was just about to use the word vigorously because that is a adequate that's a big fucking nope yeah nope <laughs> All the nose. We do not sign off on that. <laughs> so, where was it? Yeah. The fucking creepy grave yeah, dolls. Yeah, so the grave dolls in the likeness of the deceased child. It was usually dressed in the deceased child's clothes and often incorporated a lock of the hair. They were either placed graveside or in the home with a glass coffin frame or in the crib. <laughs> so, there's, you lose your child and there's just a doll hanging out in its crib. Okay. Let's just hope you never have a guest that needs Art. somewhere to sleep. <laughs> ew. Women were. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. I will never judge ew. someone's grief, but ew. Yeah. Okay. I do have a question. Okay. What? what like I might not know the answer. <laughs> That's okay. But the question, <laughs> listeners, out. was it uh, like mandatory for this? Like, I don't know if it was like written into law, like you will be hanged if you don't do it. Yeah. Or, but I do know that the Victorian era was all about decorum so i imagine you were proud you were you were not looked well upon in society if you didn't follow someone knew what happened yeah and you were not and you're not doing what you're supposed to do i'm sure you were shunned by society okay so yeah yeah. okay Um, keep going 
This is so women were the ones tasked to handle all of the complicated funeral and mourning customs. Fucking of course. <laughs> so they started training young girls with death death kits at a young age. The kits contained coffins and mourning clothes for dolls, so girls could practice Victorian death rituals. <laughs> that sounds very healthy. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for involving kids in the planning, but... 100%. What about the little bullies? But maybe let the girl just play with her doll without having to put it in a coffin. Here's my, like, super feminist thinking. Not a rant. <laughs> just curious. Mm-hmm. Was it because all the women were hoping men would die and they'd have to deal with it? <laughs> Who knows? Moving on. Um, Family pets and livestock were sometimes put into mourning by wearing a black ribbon around the neck to prevent death from being spread outside the house. So this was mainly... So it was like typhoid. Yeah. So if someone in the house... Like there was a bunch of people in the house that died of something, that was when... Oh, is that when wearing black... Holy shit. I think I just (laughs) made the connection. You had an aha moment. Yeah. (laughs) Aha. You made me think of the 80s band. Um, So... Or the song. I don't fucking know. Was it the... Too close? Ever? Oh, tapping. Mm-hmm. So never mind, guys. Just, just follow <laughs> along. Was so the black was like the morning. Maybe have had been more of like a initially started as like a someone died here. Don't catch death. Like we're wearing black. Mm-hmm. Don't come close to us. Maybe possibly. That's maybe it was sort of the concept, you know actually. the black. Yeah, that might have been if. Yeah, because they didn't know much about medical. No, 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 no. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't. They didn't get it. I love this. This is super. Okay, (laughs) so um, the fear of being buried alive was a very real fear. It was not uncommon to hear of someone who suffered from sleeping sickness or a coma to wake up after being buried for or just before. To remedy this, coffins were designed with a bell that was placed on top of the grave with a string that ran underground to the deceased's hand. (laughs) This way, if the person came back to life, they could ring the bell until someone heard. This is where the expression, saved by the bell, comes from. (laughs) (laughs) Zach Morris, you asshole. It's all right, because you're saved Saved by by the bell. bell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not the quite the same as waking <laughs> up in the morning a little late past your alarm but okay i want it to be on the record if i ever end up buried please put a bell <laughs> just in case ring ding ding yeah i just and every now and then when the wind blows too hard somebody's like holy fucking shit she's alive get her out <laughs> just kidding so, don't go through the trouble just let me die just let me die <laughs> Or just maybe don't connect it. We could just put a bell so people freak out when they see it. Oh, God. Like, we don't actually know ding, if she's ding, dead. Where's that bell coming from? <laughs> Listen, if you're going to go through trouble to put the bell there, connect it. Connect Because <laughs> if I get a little trimmer, it's going to be worth it. Hopefully someone's ding, ding, there. Ding. <laughs> so during the Victorian era, churchside graveyards were becoming so overcrowded that the first commercial cemeteries were opened these cemeteries were designed like public parks so that families could have outings and picnics at the graveside of their loved ones. I love that. So, yeah, that That's, was... It's like, let's make a day of it. Let's yeah. go visit Grandpa, yeah. you know. Healthy. So, yeah, they were involved in it. All right, number three, the or section three, the funeral itself. The Victorian era is sort of known for its rigorously observed etiquette, and funerals were no exception. Not just anyone could attend a funeral service. They had to wait for a formal written invitation. However, if a person died of a contagious disease, a simple notice of death would be posted in the local paper with the phrase, quote-unquote, funeral private, and all would be understood. 
So got it. Yeah, get what I'm saying. Yeah, but the family would obviously. Yeah, yeah. They so were it's just uh, we don't. We're not going to elaborate, but yeah. people just knew that meant there was. A I disease. mean, that's kind of the same now. It's yeah. like after a long illness or <laughs> yeah. after. Or some so and so died suddenly. Yeah. If it's a suicide, it was the PC way of saying there's there's disease in our house. That is kind of the same as like mm-hmm. an obituary saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would be interested. Like suicide. Like, isn't it yeah. usually like a died suddenly or yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. There was a girl um, here in town that fell off a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, she was at an equestrian like at the equestrian school, what the fuck ever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she fell off a horse and died, and like. I didn't know that, but I was reading her obituary, and it was like, she died suddenly, and then I was like, oh, that's sad. She was so young. What, yeah. Was it like an undiagnosed illness, and then somebody was like, oh, no, no, no. She fell off a fucking horse. Dang. Like, literally broke her neck. That's crazy. In school, like, just doing hurdles. And, oh, my gosh. And so then, like, you know, years later, there's these stories written, like, in memory, and I was mm-hmm. like, so, but that's the kind of shit. Like, eulogies are kind of written to. Yeah. Uh, that would have been like, she died doing what she loved. That's kind of what I would have uh, yeah. with, but, but I, I, you, don't really make, you don't really make clear choices. No, no and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Um, guests were expected to arrive precisely one hour before the service began. Upon arrival, men were expected to remove their hats and not replace them until after they left the house or funeral parlor. Loud laughing and talking was strictly forbidden. The body of the deceased... This is kind of confusing. The body of the deceased was displayed in a way so that... In quotations, when the discourse is finished, if the corpse is exposed to view, the assembled guests may see the same by passing in a single file past the coffin, going from foot to head, up one aisle, and down the other. So that's mainly just saying there was a very particular way (laughs) that you had to walk in and out to view the body. I want to know what happens (laughs) if you did it in reverse. (laughs) You know I'd be that asshole. Yeah. I'm just like, hey guys, just fucking showed up a little drunk and then my Uncle Harry died, so. Uh, I don't know what to do. You, get, you fucking get hung and they immediately, if that's what they did, they were creating yeah. business for the funeral. There you go. <laughs> hang them up, hang them high. This had nothing to do with Queen Victoria. This was yeah. all the funeral industry. Yep, the beginning exactly. of the funeral industry. This is like the Victorian era I mean, really right. was the beginning of the funeral industry Every, in like, so many ways. A lot of ways. the stuff that you've read already, I'm like, that's exactly the same. Yeah. Like it's showing up an hour before. Mm-hmm. How long is a viewing? Or um, awake? It's yeah. usually an hour. Yeah. Um, there were exactly six pallbearers that walked in threes on either side of the hearse, while the immediate family followed behind. That is, except for women who were not allowed to follow. Of course, the remains. Ew. no, 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 no. You don't need. We to don't see need that. you. You don't deserve. Uh, no, this. you don't. You don't deserve to be near your deceased. No. <laughs> you just have to mourn him for two years and not go in public. Get, get in the shitty cars, the hor- <laughs> shitty horse and carriage behind us. Yeah. If the physician, if the physician of the deceased attended the funeral. He was situated in a carriage immediately behind the immediate family. So he was kind of put in a place of honor. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of nice. Well, I mean, he kind of failed. Yeah. Did not do a good job. <laughs> Maybe it's so that they could tell, like, don't, don't hire this guy. guy. <laughs> don't go to that guy. Listen, this guy, not super yeah. good. Yeah. Maybe exactly. not. <laughs> Maybe not. Prof- really? Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Professional mourners were hired to make the funeral look bigger. That would be some shit I would do. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> You'll be fine. You'll have plenty of people. <laughs> Thank you. That's so nice. <laughs> Thank you. Victorian England began the occupation of funeral directors to coordinate the elaborate proceedings. Okay. So that was the beginning of cemeteries, the beginning of funeral directors and the funeral industry. Mementos. It's the next section. Items of the deceased, such as lockets, brooches, rings, and locks of hair, were obsessively collected by the remaining family. The Victorian era intersected with the infancy of photography and pictures of the deceased called Memento Mori, Mm-mm. which literally translates to remember your mortality, Mm-mm. were often taken just days after their passing. You gonna die. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> they were often photographed in settings indicative of the way they lived. So if someone was a carpenter, <laughs> they would be photographed in the woodshed. <laughs> so... Stop. Okay, honestly, this is too much. I'm just imagining like somebody like smiling at like a fucking smiling at the camera, like putting a casserole in the so oven. basically, all right, if we were in the Victorian era, Dead as fuck. you would be photographed gluing your eyelashes on. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, these are real. Don't let any of our listeners. <laughs> these seven layers of lashes are one hundred percent real. Holy fucking shit. Am I wrong? No, she's 100% right. <laughs> um, and, oh my God. Yeah. That it's, is so fucking hilarious. <laughs> but like back then it'd be like a cobbler would just yes, be like. Exactly. <laughs> photographed, making a beer. No big deal. Just a so I wonder if like a hearse driver was photographed. <laughs> that is way too hearse. meta. Way too meta. Way too meta. So, Next. No, I can't deal. Infants were usually photographed with, uh, with their other family members. In an attempt to make the deceased look as natural as possible, the eyes were either propped open or pupils were painted on the print by the photographer. Uh, <laughs> Little uh, doctor, that's like early Photoshop right there. That is, I was, I was okay, I'm so glad you said that because I was going to be like, wow, that was like really bad film makeup. And yes. then I was like, nope, nope. That shitty Photoshop. That is, yes. that is the equivalent of MS Paint. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just kind of like being like, oh, I got this. Just here's a pupil. Here's my MySpace profile picture because I, they were in black and white. So I mean, it didn't look like you know. You just draw. Boop. That's. Do you it. think we can? Oh, okay. We are going to post a um a, a Facebook photo album on our Facebook page mm-hmm. of Victorian era. I've come across because I go to a lot of estate sales. I've come across them oh, before. Now God. I'm going to have to start keeping them. You have them. to. And but like let's back post to the, yeah. Them. Yeah. And back to the Memento Mori, like the the Remember pieces, your mortality. <laughs> yes. The um the locks of hair. They used to make like pendants and things and so that's actually very valuable now if you find an old Victorian mourning brooch that's made of hair. Have you ever found one? I haven't ever found one. That's like antique roadshow kind of shit. Oh, like, really? Oh, so it actually kind of- is? Yeah, it's actually valuable. Mm-hmm. Why? It's fucking hair. Because the, they can date it to that period. The, so it's the just, actual like jewelry? I mean, it's a very personal piece. You know, like yeah. it's a custom piece. There's only but one of it. But is value based on who would buy it or like how much someone would spend? Yes. So, so pe- there's collectors will spend, you know, people out there. We'll maybe would. look up more of that later. Hey, so mm-hmm. why don't we just start a business where you just take some <laughs> of my hair and just be like, oh, look, it's totally some Wrap hair it in a, a locket. Um, yeah, totally some hair in a locket. That's fraud. So <laughs> we live in America. Capitalism is a thing. Um, so moving on to superstitions. 
There were so many friggin' superstitions. Did we I wrap just... up the other? We're done with the mementos. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Yeah. Um. So superstitions. There's just so many. I had to really, yeah, par it down. I wish you wouldn't um, have. I'm already excited <laughs> oh for this. Gosh. Um. The deceased were carried out of the place of death feet first, so they couldn't look back and therefore could not beckon to someone else who would have to go along with them. So, yeah, you know, and the idea is if they looked back, if they were looking back, whoever looked them in the eye walking out could, you know, would follow them to the grave. I'd be like, fuck you, Harry. I'm not coming with you. I have a long life fuck to you. live. <laughs> Why is my husband in the Victorian era named Harry? I don't know. I've, d- I've called him Harry four times. Yes. <laughs> it is, this, oh, this is my favorite. It is bad luck to meet a funeral procession head on. If one is approaching, turn around. If you can't turn around... Hold on to a button until the procession passes. Why the fuck would you? And, and why do you just got like a cup holder of buttons? <laughs> I, don't know, I imagine most of their clothes oh. had buttons. <laughs> but, you know, I think a lot of the women's like button up the back. So you're literally going. Oh, <laughs> I guess they're not like necessarily driving cars because like the Model T hasn't. Right. Yeah. But then also if you're not driving a car. Well, I'm, I guess it would be hard to turn around on a horse. Hold on to a button. Hold on to a button. Yeah, like the horse. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. At least they didn't have to pay for gas. Yeah. And then some of these I know I've heard before, but I guess this is where they Wait, come from. do you the- think they started? Do you think that's what started the cars? Oh, do you think that's what started the cars? Like, like you know how in yeah. the South, like cars. Stop. I don't know. Maybe. So for our listeners, I don't know if you know. Yeah. And I don't even know if this is like a, a coast to coast thing. Yeah. Um, But in... We grew up in the South, mm-hmm. um, and it's the only place I've ever seen it or been aware of. Rolling yeah. really driven mm-hmm. is the South and in Florida and whatever. Um, but I was, I'm curious mm-hmm. when we see a funeral procession, we everyone pulls, pulls over to over. the side of the road. If you don't, you are a douche. You're a douche. Yes, and I, and a lot of times people turn the flashers on or turn the yeah. lights on because you always a funeral procession is marked by not always but sometimes a police car without the sirens on their lights flashing. Yeah. Depending on who it was that died, sometimes there's police marking mm-hmm. the you know intersections, um, but always like lights are on and you can tell when it ends by the other cop car. Yeah. Sometimes there's not another cop car. Sometimes there's only the one in the beginning without the lights on. Yeah. But you can always tell because it's middle of the day and the lights are on. Right. But I'm just curious. Does if that's do, where it came from? Yeah. Because my friend Misty, she's from. Uh, don't be mad at me, Misty. I think it's New Hampshire. <laughs> and I, she was in the car with me when we were going down to my mom's house in South Georgia. And we passed a funeral procession. And I pulled over and she's like, what are you doing? Hmm. And I was like, uh, this is a funeral? Yeah. It's, I'm like paying my respects. And she was like, what? <laughs> so I don't know. If, like, I, I'm curious. It's probably like a Southern and Midwest thing. I couldn't yeah. be wrong, but I'm interested. And, so and listeners, please let us know if you do Well, it. you know, I guess a lot of our in, uh, immigrants are english here yeah so yeah that's yeah makes sense that makes, makes sense. a lot of sense yeah um and i i mean i'm not a very religious person i didn't grow up in church but when i pull over for a few fun- i always pull over for the funeral procession and i always like say a prayer or send positive thoughts to the loved yeah. ones that are the surviving the i surviving. do that when i see an ambulance i do the same thing with an ambulance yeah. and to me there's nothing- not so much a funeral procession because i'm like oh fuck i missed that opportunity <laughs> i'm done not a no, chance I mean, for the people 
remaining. Oh, like, yeah, I don't, for I don't the care loved about ones, anyone. You don't care about people. No. Um, and to me, there's nothing more sad than uh, a ambulance without its lights on. Because I always think they're coming back from somewhere. Why would they? Oh, wait. You mean like rushing? No, when they're, I don't know, for some reason, an ambulance just looks so sad when it doesn't have a platform. I will say, just so you know, mm-hmm. um, even if someone is already DOA, they still, the lights are on, sirens right. are on. Yeah. So if you just see like an ambulance cruising around, it's like they went to get gas. Right. Like, but it, I don't know why, but it just looks sad to me. Well, it looks it's like, like an emergency situation <laughs> usually. So you're just like, the fuck? <laughs> Look at, just, just to, listen, it's a good thing. If the yeah. lights are maybe so. I don't know why. Just I think I remember don't add stress I to your I think I started having that thought when I was a child. I wonder and why. And so it just kind of stuck. Hmm, I wonder why. Um, okay, and some of these I recognize to this day. I'm sure you do too. Hold your breath when passing a graveyard. You will yep. not be buried. Yep. If you smell the roses when no one is around, a loved one will die. If a sparrow lands on a piano, someone in the home will die. Okay. One, mm-hmm. yeah, modern day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many sparrows are just like chilling in a house? Well, I grew up in the woods, so oh. we you, you have it many pianos. <laughs> <laughs> we do not have a piano. We did have a wood duck fly through our chimney one time. Oh, good. down our chimney and out the glass. And that means your father will die. He did. I so know. He caught it. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Randy, <laughs> God, you should, oh, I must have made a horrible joke. Right. Um, if a picture falls off the wall, someone will die. I have heard that. Yeah. In fact, my grandmother had like a, a whole, like her entire hallway was pictures. Mm-hmm. And well, you're just asking for it. Like, just don't hang up. Just have a digital photo <laughs> frame. Just, exactly. Just don't hang pictures everywhere. Anytime, and it happened or, often that something would fall and like she would immediately go and like pray for them do like my uh my husband's granny did and liquid liquid nail them to the wall (laughs) there are a few pictures that she's got on the wall that are like liquid nailed to the wall and so she's like when i die and you sell this house (laughs) the those pictures go with it (laughs) so i take it that those people did not get their pictures for christmas no Elaine, oh, bless what, her. What an amazing woman! I love her. <laughs> um, okay, we did that. Okay, Dude, I hope you have more superstition. That's my. That's shit. the end of the superstition. Okay, we, we'll look up more. Yep, we'll add on. Paying for a funeral. Funerals were so elaborate and death rates were so high that most families had a funeral fund, even if no one in the house was sick. Sometimes there. Sometimes. The stigma of a pauper's burial was so great that families would go without food and heating in order to put by a penny a week for a child, two for the mother, and three towards the father. Burial clubs were created to help people of the lower class to pay for funerals. The clubs functioned similar to modern-day insurance where members paid weekly fees Mm. that went toward the funeral expenses. Also, like today, people were sometimes murdered by a family member in order to collect the funds. Okay. <laughs> so it was the beginning of investigation yes, discovery. Exactly. And <laughs> true the TV. very beginning. <laughs> Snapped. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I mean, especially since the women had to wear black for three years. <laughs> yes, no kidding. Um, that would just, be, I'd be like, sweet. Yeah, I'm wearing black. Um, all I have anyway. I think I'm just going to stay in yeah. mourning for a while. I'm this is very sad. slimming. I'm real sad, but also, like, that guy's kind of hot. So. <laughs> Black's just a good color on me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Switch to navy blue. <laughs> They'll never know. 
Um, strange. Okay, so that's pretty much it about the funerals. But there was a category of strange deaths that I just had to include. Okay. Okay, so... While people of the Victorian era died of the same ailments of today, such as heart failure, strokes, and pneumonia, there were certainly the occasional causes of death that gave us a glimpse into daily life of Victorian times. Number one. Causes of death. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically ways that you could have only died in the Victorian era. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's not gonna happen. I feel like we're getting dangerously close. (laughs) Okay, number one. Death by corset. (laughs) That's how I'm going to die. One hundred percent. In 1844. This, my past life. Yeah, there you go. You were Jane Goodwin in a okay. past life. Okay, hi, Jane. Jane Goodwin grew ill while sitting in church. She was carried out to the sexton's house and died before her friends made it to see her. Turns out her corset was laced too tightly and cut off her no circulation. No fucking shit. That, that is 100. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. You literally are like, you, you can't, you take very shallow breaths. Sometimes. Yeah. No, I fu- that's why yeah. waist trainers are fucking dangerous. Don't fucking work out in them. There's my rant. I'm going to rant right now. Do not work out in waist trainers. <laughs> it's fucking dangerous. You cut off your circulation. You have a fucking heart attack and you fucking die. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm using profanity because it's true. I will wear a waist trainer. I've had a child. My waist is not what it once was. <laughs> you can wear them. Do not lace them. Too, if you do a corset, do not lace them too tight. It's not 1914. It's not 1800. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. You actually can die. That that still happens. Yeah. You know this. Yeah. Still happens. Number two. That's why they have doctors in gyms. <laughs> anyway. Number two. Poisoned by Paris Green. During the 19th century, Paris Green was one of the most fashionable colors. It was used in household paints, wallpapers, and fabrics. And because it was made, <laughs> it was made using arsenic, it was highly toxic. Must have been a cheap, cheap chemical to put in. Some believe Napoleon I may have been purpose the arsenic served in the paint. <laughs> I, I guess it's just what they used to color it. Oh, that's crazy. Some believe Napoleon may have been killed by the poisonous vapors emitted from his Paris green wallpaper. Napoleon was not the best kind of guy, though. No. So it's okay with us. In 1882, Louisa Cruikshank lived a life of luxury, but frequently expressed a wish to die. One morning, she slipped into a hardware shop and bought a can of Paris green. Later that day, she fell ill while playing a waltz on the piano. Her words, her last words... Mama, I may as well tell you, I have taken Paris green. I have done what I said I would do. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Louisa Crookshank. I wonder how old she was. Like, I don't know. Like, it feels, I like, wanna, I wanna feels say, like 15. Yeah, I want to say. That's like the age that I'd be like, I don't want to live. I'm going to drink some arsenic. <laughs> I, I don't want to die. I said what I, I did what I said I would do. You I never believed you me. I was going to do it. <laughs> You should have believed me. I told you I was going to drink Paris Green. I really wanted to go to that boarding school and you never sent me. You didn't believe me. I feel so sad. <laughs> and then she's like blaring smells like Teen Spirit. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, Paris yes, Green. Yes, if only in, modern, been- <laughs> in modern day, she wasn't playing a waltz on the piano. No, she no. was totally. Or maybe in the ponds even. Oh, oh. <laughs> Some lead better. Yeah. <laughs> Pull that in. Which would be more like middle of the road. Like, because I think it was like 50s. Yeah. So like that. So this is my favorite. Number three. Drowned by decorum. In 1892, a party of sailors were returning to their ship by steamboat. 
During the trip, the men started fighting and one man was thrown overboard. Mm-hmm. A fellow sailor began stripping down so that he could jump in and save him, but was stopped because of a boat of approaching ladies. The Western Daily Press reported, in quotes, the ladies in the boat manifested every description of sympathy with the unfortunate man, but seemed altogether opposed to the idea of an ordinary man springing into the sea unless duly and sufficiently attired in the garments which fashion rather than common sense has decided to be proper. <laughs> the man drowned. Hi, there's someone drowning. <laughs> and I also don't want to drown. Do you think that they were just like, no, please don't take off your clothes. Well, I'm sure we can't see this. It was probably my word type situation. Oh, my word. There was a pearl clutching, a fanning going on. You don't say. And so, I mean, because it was technically the man that how- stopped it. Oh, my God. I want to know how close these the ships man- were. <laughs> so the man drowned waiting for the ladies to pass. <laughs> Okay. okay, this this motherfucker pushed him off the boat because he saw he was like this guy is a fucking asshole. He's, <laughs> he's like, he's there's a boat of women much. coming. Yeah, this is the time. No one will know. I'm just gonna shove him and then be like, holla, oh, I can't oh, get sorry, naked. Yeah, there's women. Yeah, sorry, I can't do it. That water looks cold. I really love and respect women, so yes. I'm definitely not gonna show them my <laughs> boxers. Like, <laughs> my what is what is it that men would have worn back then? My tr- fucking under the knee like <laughs> underpinning trousers. Yeah, like. Are you serious? Like, like wool boxers that went down God to the knee. God forbid they imagine what my dick looks like. <laughs> my word. Oh, my word. Okay. Oh, his wool is showing. <laughs> wow, bitches, you were such prudes. But also, I'm... <laughs> I bet the um, middle school boys didn't have to go through the whole painful oh. my boner showing. <laughs> I was the most unattractive Literally, so you, like, you better have the strongest coming in the world. Nothing's coming up. <laughs> Lift that wool. Oh my god, that is what. It, oh my god, that's totally what I'm going to say from now on. Hey boy, won't you lift that wool? Am I turning you on? Let me you see. If- lift that wool. Hey girl, you want to watch me lift this wool? I don't believe it. How, do you think I'm sexy? Lift that wool. They're like, the fuck are you talking? I'm like, oh, have you not listened to the podcast? <laughs> I don't know how many dudes I'm fucking, but still, like, hypothetically. Oh, well, you know, you can always say that to Ladies, Seth. Hey, Seth, and when lift you lift that, that wool for me, I'll be like, the fuck, Casey? Um, excuse me? <laughs> say what? I love it. Um, okay. Death by dentures in 1904, Edwin Clayton accidentally swallowed the top plate of his false teeth, which became wedged behind the clock of his throat, which resulted in his body's natural attempt to vomit. The vomit entered his lungs and suffocated him. The irony, dentures of the time were made from the teeth of the newly deceased. Oh, God. So he choked on a dead man's teeth. And what was this one called? Death by dentures. Uh, how about death by death? Like, <laughs> that's more fitting. Oh. Um, those that's are like the, the original, like, organ donors <laughs> without being organs. But like, yeah. <sighs> Other common uh, causes of death at the time, scarlet fever, typhoid, cholera, coupe de soleil, or sunstroke, a heat wave in an overcrowded tenement without the luxury of air conditioning, could be as deadly as an outbreak of cholera. In 1853, nearly 200 people died over a period of three days. The Brooklyn Daily Eagle reported under the headline, The Oppressive Heat, Awful Mortality. 
A continuous line of funerals traversed Hamilton Avenue to Greenwood during the whole of yesterday. The receptacle of an unusual number of dead. Such was the demand for funeral equipages. Equages? I just I said that know. wrong. We don't do words. Um, <laughs> I usually true. do I do like, words. We don't do numbers. But, uh, yeah. That's that's a Victorian word. That near <laughs> that does not matter. <laughs> Funeral equages that nearly every livery stable in the city was exhausted of its stock of horses and carriages. So this was in um, New York? The Brooklyn, yeah. Brooklyn. What year? So uh, 1853. So can you imagine like in Atlanta, Miami? Oh, it's God. so fucking hot. How many people? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I actually like am now super interested in what like not because you know we know climate change is not real. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. We're joking. <laughs> I'm I'm super interested like what the average summer temperature was though. Yeah, but yeah. I mean I guess when you're like packed in like sardines to a housing tenement, you just without air really conditioning. Matter. I mean your breath is just making things well, you think, hotter. Like, in Atlanta at that time, it was like we had fucking plantations. Yeah, everyone had their own. No, that's eighteen hundred square. Square foot room. I was like, oh, right. you know what I mean? They had giant fucking rooms. Yeah, that's yeah. what I don't know. I'm not a history buff. Yeah. <laughs> guess, guess what? Not a history buff. Uh, but I was there like a big city in Atlanta yet? Like, I, I just am imagining like if Atlanta was a big city at that time. I mean, I think it was the big, I think it was the biggest city in the Confederate. But I don't know if there were like tenements like there were in New no, York. No, no, 100%. Okay. It so was, imagine if there was one. Because we were still plantation. That No, yeah. every, there would be no Atlanta if there were tenements. Yeah. I mean, true. There yeah. would be none. Um, Women, another another common um, cause of death, women who were burned due to a combination of hearth fires and highly flammable clothing. So uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like too think- close in the, to the fire and <laughs> your clothing is flammable. I mean, but like death by corset, your fucking clothes catch on fire. Like yeah. Um, some psychological causes of death um, universally. Mental anguish, melancholia, exhaustion, and mental alienation. So those were like the psychological disorders at the time. But at the time, like a psychologist was called an alienist. And that's the mental alienation. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Well, it's because you can't feel your feelings. Yeah. (laughs) Because of decorum. Um, So we have too much clothes to wear. We clothes that may kill you. We have way too many clothes to fucking think about here. We can't waste times on feelings. Absolutely not. Oh my gosh. To be fair, it was like up until the fucking 50s that women were put into asylums for postpartum depression. So... It is crazy to think about. Yeah. So was it like a suicide thing or was it like, are we just going to take them upstairs and you're not going to see them for a while? Um, Probably both. Yeah. Put them in a basement. Put them in an asylum. Oh. All of the above. Or just like, I'm so miserable. I'm going to drink myself today. Yeah. Do you like, drink some yeah. Paris green? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You listen to some Nirvana. Yeah. Put some Nirvana <laughs> You listen to a waltz on the piano. <laughs> To the and jump into the water like in your wool trousers <laughs> and just sink straight to the bottom. Okay, so that yeah. is that's the way I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a cruise. 
I am not going that way. Are you kidding? If I could choose, I'm not wearing wool when I die. We were talking last night about how we want to explore <laughs> the bottom of the sea. So there we go. Yes. I'll do it for you. And the final common cause of death, uh, laudanum overdose, as it was prescribed for everything from pain suppression, coughs, cramps, to sleep disorders. It was also very addictive and much cheaper than gin. So a lot of people overdosed mm. on it. Cheaper than gin. And so... That's the Victorian era for you. Just want to say I'm super glad I'm not alive. (laughs) Sounds like a real fucking buzzkill. (laughs) No. Sorry, you can't actually be sad. But you would get to wear black all the time. Okay. That and the corsets. Yeah. That's about it. That's That's all you got. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Damn. Well, good job, Laura. Thanks, thanks. Telling me all this. I'm, I'm mostly fascinated by how similar it is to today. Yeah. I mean, that or is, I guess it's you can see all the ways that the Victorian era is still yeah inspired or, yeah. our customs that we still use yeah. today, and, and especially the point you made about like we were talking about the cars stopping mm-hmm. for funeral processions. It's like yeah, yeah most of us are directly from England, yeah, yeah. Victorian England. Well, not directly from Victorian England, but England. but we probably wrote letters and yes. sent them with a pigeon <laughs> all the way across the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> Uh, something of the sort that's super fucking fast oh i don't know why i feel like i've said fuck a lot super fucking fascinating (laughs) just saying just gonna say um also i wanted to say if um any of uh any listeners want us to research a topic anything if you don't want to do the work (laughs) and you want us to do a half-assed job of it me anyway laura's pretty good if you want me to do a half-assed job of it let us know send us email us at uh, funeral stories podcast at gmail.com with the subject line of research topics or anything you want just don't 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 send nudes. <laughs> we do live in 2018. Yes. Uh, true. Real, real fear. True. Real fear. We don't want to watch you raise your wool. Oh! She did it! Yes! Yeah, no interest in seeing you raise your wool. That is forevermore. Forevermore, that's it. Forevermore. Forevermore. You want to drop our social media handles? Yeah, okay. Twitter is at Funeral Stories. So literally at twitter.com backslash funeral stories. Our Instagram is still funeral underscore stories. <laughs> Anyone that wants to fight for our calls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, made the wrong email address for the Instagram. And we did have funeral stories. And then I forgot the password. And I can't get back. So Instagram is <laughs> at funeral underscore stories. Uh, our Facebook is... Which we would love for you to like us. Invite your friends to like us. If you like what you're listening to, please spread the word. Uh, it's facebook.com backslash funeral stories. You can even leave your funeral stories on our page if you want. Yeah. And we will read them on the show. Um, funeral stories. Send us your funeral stories. Funeral stories podcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, also, please, if you like this podcast, please, <gasps> please rate please, us. Please. Because. Subscribe. Rate and subscribe. If you don't like it just don't rate just yeah. just move on down it's the cool. road just 
I like want to offer you something to just keep going, but then <laughs> just, I feel like I'm inviting. Like, just, like, let's just be nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will send you good wishes. I mean, we're all about constructive criticism. Yes. You yes. please feel, if you don't like, but maybe email us the constructive criticism. Yeah. Still give us five stars. Give us five stars and email what we can do. Better. Or or I'm even okay with like giving us five stars and then writing and then just in the being review. like you fucking suck. <laughs> as long yeah. as we get that five yeah. star, we'll read it. <laughs> Honestly, like if, it, if it's something like I say like too much or I say um too much or I laugh too loudly. I don't we are think, just getting I, started with this so we we want to make we this need, the best we podcast. Do we do need to can. know that. Yeah. We're not trying to fight off all the constructive... We like constructive We mainly just don't want a one star. We don't want trolls. Yeah, we I don't want like trolls. I feel like we're inviting the trolls. We're gonna get trolls no matter what. Yeah. We all get trolls. It's um, okay. Yeah. It's- and if you like it, tell your friends. Yes. You know that friend that listens to podcasts and is always looking for a good one tell yeah. them yeah you know your friend that doesn't listen to podcasts but you think they would be into it show them yeah. how to listen to the podcast so yeah. show them like send them the screenshot of your folder with the podcast in it on your or iPhone. just you know directly share the actual podcast with them so all i have to do is go click we will up the, upload these Click. on SoundCloud for yes. any Android or whatever right. the other ones are. Yeah. Yeah. We will upload this on SoundCloud. Everyone can listen. Mm-hmm. Everyone can. Either way. Like Either us. way. Yes. Or don't like us. You know what I mean. You know what Rate, I mean. Review us. Right. Subscribe. Yes. Thanks. And, and we'll see you next week. Because no matter what, it all ends in a funeral. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We love you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.